Greetings, everyone. This is Mark, a.k.a. Thorn678. I never ended up playing that other game of Malifaux. I'm sorry. Life happened. We had to cancel. I think both of us had to cancel, and we just haven't been able to reschedule. It's just been really busy. Dane's very busy with his four kids, and I'm old, broken, and tired, and I just have one. Um, I did manage to play another game of Age of Sigmar last night, though. So that's my fourth game of Age of Sigmar. They've all been with the uh, Soul Blight Gravelords. I've played Virkos the past two games. I believe I played Legion of Blood the first two, although it didn't matter because I completely forgot to use all of my traits. I did much better at remembering my traits last night. Um, I, my list was uh, one unit of zombies, one unit of 20 skellies. I used Radukar the Beast for the first time, a necromancer, a vampire lord on foot, blood knights, and a reinforced unit of graveguard with, um, with the great white blades. I, oh, and, yeah, Blood Knights, did I say Blood Knights? I don't remember if I said that or not. The, the Blood Knights managed to get some work done. They didn't quite earn their points, but at least I got them to do something. I tend to lose them pretty quickly. Uh, I played against the Ogors, and uh, he brought a unit of Yetis. Which I know probably like shock gasp to a bunch of people, but he has really cool proxies for his yetis that he wanted to use. He does he has like a, a seafarers theme for his for his um, for his ogres, which is really cool. And so that his yetis are like um, hammerhead like hammerhead sharks. It's, it's really cool. Uh, he played iron guts, two units of lead belchers. He had um, a unit of manhunters uh, and a tyrant was his general he had no magic users so uh, basically all I used magic for this game was bringing my stuff back because they hit like a ton of bricks now the ogres nothing too spectacular we played the third mission in the in the uh, core rulebook neither one of us have the GHP at this point probably gonna wait till the next season I didn't buy the book yet because I wasn't sure if I was even gonna like Age of Sigmar and I'm not gonna spend 50 bucks on a book to play missions that I'm going to be able to play once every three months if I have somebody that's willing to play the core rulebook stuff anyway. So no galley bets or any of that stuff. Um, uh, we oh, and I brought a unit of Vargeists. Uh, I probably going to start focusing or shifting the focus of my lists from units to heroes. Um, I, I had misunderstood how one-drop battalion worked. Like, I thought that if I got the one-drop and I finished deploying before my opponent, I thought that I automatically got to decide who goes first, and I was pointing out that it's wrong. So that completely changes the context of list building for me. Because I always try to fit everything into a one-drop battalion, a single one-drop battalion, so that I can play, or so that I can decide who goes first, because I always want to go second because I have no ranged at all. Um, I've been contemplating allying in some Craven Throne Guard, which I don't actually own yet, but um, 
I was thinking about it because they just seem they just seem really good. At the very least, to be able to put out some hurt before um, I have to go if I end up going first. Oh, I definitely misplayed a lot first turn. This is a, a common theme, and it was a very common theme in Malifaux too. But until I figured out deployment and things, Dane can attest to that. Um, I misdeploy, I misplay, I misunderstood the general, like the core rule. So, like I had my Chadukar and um, my Necromancer and my Vampire Lord on foot behind a wall of Skelly's Graveguard and zombies. So, like I set up like a massive wall of flesh and bone in front of them, thinking that it would block line of sight so that they couldn't be shot at. And then right away, Andy's like, okay, my lead belters are firing at, at uh, Rider Car. I was like, oh, but they're, but he's standing behind these guys. He's like, yeah, it doesn't matter. I'm like, oh, crap. Well, I mean, like, not knowing absolute basics of the game. So, I, he's always a great opponent. He's, uh, he's a good buddy of mine, and um, uh, he's the first guy I played with when I moved to Fargo. Super amazing artist. I'm not sure if he has a his uh, website up with all of his art. He does um, canvas painting, and he makes, uh, he does leather working. He just makes absolutely amazing stuff. It's bonkers what he can do. Um, anyway, so first turn, um, I moved up. Well, I just moved there and kind of shuffled everything forward and then failed a bunch of charges because he went first um, and uh, obliterated a bunch of stuff, but I, I was able to heal them up pretty well and bring a lot back. So I guess there's the part of going first that would be not so bad as the fact that the SBGL can just bring them back so easily. And also... Um, Legion of Knights would be good for that because they get their plus one to saves on the first turn. I didn't think about that. That would be uh, that'd be pretty good. Anyway, um, Radukar went off on the left flank with the Vargais to take an objective. Uh, the Vargais originally stayed in my deployment zone area on turn one to get the objective that was on the left, my left side. Because once it's captured, it's captured. So I, I didn't realize that at first. So then turn two, I sprinted them up to go help take care of the lead belchers, man eaters, and um, yetis that were up on the uh, my left my left uh, side, his right side on hit more towards his table edge because he was guarding objectives. Uh, Radukar face tanked a bunch of stuff, <clears throat> healed up pretty decently. We. Uh, obliterated the, the lead belchers, the man-eaters took a little bit more work, and then the yetis ended up surviving until the end of the game. I uh, put out my wolves immediately with Radukar, the ten wolves, and then my vampire lord also put out his ten wolves. I never know what to do with the vampire lord on foot. Like, he kind of just, like, sits there playing a support role until he gets killed before he gets a chance to really, like, like he doesn't go into combat. I don't know if the goal of Vampire Lords on foot is to get into combat or to play more of a support role. I just don't see how they are going to get into combat. So it's making me question whether or not just bring a Vampire Lord on Zombie Dragon and try to get the alpha while my um, wall of meat and bone comes up the to bring up the rear. I'm not sure. Um, I did play a Vampire Lord on Zombie Dragon my what second and third game I think, and uh, they're a beast. They're absolutely a beast. I'm still kind of getting my travel situation figured out with how to transport things. 
my blood knights went up the right flank and took out a unit of lead belchers and then ended up just getting atomized to a group of um actually they didn't take out the entire group uh unit of lead belchers took three out of four out and then they got owned by iron guts and his scrap launcher no the noblar on his scrap launcher did some he managed to actually get a couple wounds through this game, which was kind of like a, a, a micro-level meme between us because uh, Andy had said that he's never been able to get a wound on an Oblar. So it was just hysterical that the Scrap Launcher missed a fair amount, but the actual Noblar in combat he got a couple wounds in, which is hysterical. You just picture him on the end of the stick chopping on things like, like Labyrinth. Oh, let's see here. His Man-Eater went up the center. My... Uh, uh, Vampire Lord and Necromancer were in the center behind my uh, Graveguard. Graveguard didn't get to do anything this game. They got they they were dead like before they got a chance to do anything. Um, I did manage to bring a bunch back, and then they all died again. My skeletons on the right hand side did f uh, fairly decently, I guess. So it's my first time playing skeletons. I'm trying to figure out why I would ever play skeletons over zombies. There's, of course, the 40-point difference in points, but um, you know, my zombies didn't really do anything this game, and they've always outperformed their my expectations before that. They're six-inch pile-in. They're eligible to fight within six inches. Mortal wounds on sixes, and being able to essentially heal themselves to get back up. So I played the skeletons, and in one round... Andy killed 14 of my 20 skeletons, and I brought nine of them back, and then I healed, like, two of them. It was great. I healed a whole bunch from that unit, and it was awesome. I just found that, that satisfying. Uh, you know, they don't put out a lot of damage. <clears throat> it's interesting that they're easier to hit than the zombies. I mean, their, their, their two-hit score is better than the zombies, I should say. They have a five-up save, which I almost never got to use. Uh, I, I just, uh, I thought it was interesting to see what they could do. Um, so I'm, I'm still on the fence about using them over zombies other than maybe in Legion of Blood. Um, I haven't used Dire Wolves as a hire yet. Uh, I just summoned them in. They didn't get to do a whole lot I don't know. I just, I'm still figuring out how to use things. Because they, they definitely tar-pitted pretty well. They have two wounds each. Their attack isn't impressive unless you get the charge, really. And it's one damage, no rend. Um, nothing really special about any of that stuff. I did, however, constantly forget that the strength of the wolf is the pack. Uh, which uh, is the one that wholly within nine inches of a vampire lord. They get plus one to plus one to hit. Didn't remember that a single time. And he didn't remember his his gnaw pot, what is it, not pot, um, great maw or whatever, where he gets mortal wounds at like the end of the turn or something like that if he did damage. He forgot that, I forgot that, so I don't know. Um, him forgetting his is probably a much bigger deal than me forgetting mine because it does a lot more damage. I did bring Soul Pike on my Vampire Lord for his spell. 
knowing full well that I'm going to get charged by a bunch of ogres, but I didn't get the chance to use it because I was too busy using invigorating aura. I can see where being a, a an arcane vampire lord in um, Legion of Blood would be good because you can invigorating aura whatever you could, you know, like you you do your, um, I forget the, the what's the trait that lets you raise your summonables and then use invigorating aura and on two different things. I can, I can see where that would be a big, a big deal in Legion of Blood. But again, that's the vampire lord on foot slogging behind. Um, although the, you know, I'm having a hard time uh, visualizing ranges in this game because I'm used to Malifaux, which is much more short range. Where like, you know, the ranges of these spells are like 12 inches and 18 inches. And if I'm screaming a vampire lord on a, on a zombie dragon up the field, like 18 inches with the uh, amethyst and pinions and things, like I could probably still reach all these things. And I just I, I'm having a hard time like um, mind spacing these things out. But uh, yeah, for, it's my fourth game. Uh, two games against Ogres, one game against Beasts of Chaos, and uh, one game against Gloops by Gits. Uh, the Gits absolutely atomized me. Probably even worse than this game. But anyway. So my bar guys came up and, and supported Radukar, and they absolutely obliterated the left flank. The middle was absolutely owned by the Ogres, and then I and then we kind of tied the right flank. I eventually lost the, the attrition war there, but we called it at turn three at like 15 to 10 I took the uh, grand strategy of um, having one battle line from your ar starting army alive at the end of the game which I did not get I figured I would be able to because of all my healing and bringing stuff back but nope no, no, no. it didn't work which is fine um, he forgot to declare a grand strategy so he didn't, he didn't get one um, he consistently controlled objectives a lot and got his battle tactics, I think, every turn. I got mine one turn, I believe. And then the third turn, I couldn't get any battle tactics. So we ended up being, yeah, 15 to 10, I believe, was the final score. That's turn three. If we had played a turn five, he would have tabled me. Like, I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure. Um, we had, because we had thought out, we had... We had talked out turn three. Actually, maybe we called it after turn two. Turn one, it was a very turn three, turn one. Like, there was just death everywhere. Like, I mean, not my army death, but, like, stuff dead everywhere. Um, I kind of controlled the left. I might have been able to take out his yetis. And then maybe come back to my side of the field to intercept his man-eaters, or not his man-eaters, his iron guts, I think they were iron guts, to try to keep him from capturing an objective, but that's a big maybe. Um, at absolute best, if we had gone all the way to turn five, absolute best for me, I mean, uh, I, I, there's no way I would have won, but I would have probably kept it to like five to ten points maybe like difference um for me that's pretty good i've only played four games and he's been playing for years and and um he's been playing recently where i've been getting like one game every two months so like i shouldn't 
I shouldn't feel too bad about how horribly I did, um, but I do. <laughs> I just I, I I made a lot of mistakes, and um, it drives me nuts when I make mistakes. It's like a major issue of mine that I just can't seem to get over. Um, Andy was very gracious the whole time, so I forget rules like crazy. Overall, it was a really good game. I'm going to be having another game coming up soon. Still in the core rulebook, pretty much skipping, well, not pretty much, I am outright skipping the current GHB, especially since the news dropped today that there is another GHB coming. And, um, you know, as an inexperienced player, just kind of looking at it, uh, it looks like it's going to actually be good for the Soul Blight Grave Lords and maybe all death in general because we don't have... Uh, many ranged units. Uh, I think there's like one night haunt, and uh, the there's the catapult that the OBR have. Um, the SBGL Discord, which I'm in, uh, seems pretty down on it. But um, you know, I'm inexperienced, and I think it looks great for me. So that probably proves my my lack of knowledge and skill even more <laughs> when. I'm like, oh, this looks great for us. And they're like, oh my gosh, this is so so terrible. They like tease us again by being almost good. Well, I mean, it looks fine to me. It's unnamed heroes and things like that. So um, there's the Vampire Lord. I, I can see where it would be problematic, I suppose, because like the Vampire Lord on foot, I think only has like six wounds, which is not great. Um, especially if they counter the unnamed heroes by having um, a battalion that you can take that makes you able to snipe them. I can see how that would be that would be bad. Although, with there's a lot of ways to do reserves and things in, in SPGL, so maybe it'll be fine. Flesh Eater Quartz has a ton of uh, well, all I think actually all of their heroes are unnamed. So I can see it being either good or bad for them. I'm hoping that the Flesh Eater Courts are the, are the next ones to get their new book because I am interested in them. I should have probably played them first because I'm dumb and they're, they seem like they are conducive to being dumb. There's not a whole lot going on. They have like, uh, I don't know, they have a lot of leaders, but they feel, it feels super tacked on. There's the, you know, the Arch Regent and the Vargulf and the uh, Born Ghoul King are pretty much the only ones that I think I would ever take. Um, Especially since the way that kits are sold is just super disruptive to, like, okay, you have you get a, you buy a box of three dudes for fifty bucks. Well, you make one of them a uh, the character version, and now you have two useless units. So, a like 100, 150 point unnamed hero who's meh is now suddenly the most expensive model in the game, and I just, I'm not down with that. So, we'll see. I'm hoping for good things. There's a rumor that that uh, FEC and SBGL are getting uh, crossbowmen. Uh, I would love that if that were true, even if they're not great. I don't necessarily want sniper undead units. It's just I don't, I'm not down with the idea that they're incapable of ranged combat. I just think, I think that's dumb. So uh, I, I'm cool with that. I know that Nighthaunt have their crossbows and um, those look super cool. I've been thinking about buying those just to have them ally in for some ranged just as like a little a little bit of a of a defense maybe. Uh, I I do want to play Night Haunt eventually. I'm just all in on the Death Faction in, in Age of Sigmar. Like I'm thinking like maybe I should have some sort of non-death faction. And I'm looking around. I'm like ah, but I just I would rather spend this money on Night Haunt or or Flesh Eater Courts or uh, Soul Black Grave Lords. There's 
there's some like those. The start collecting FEC boxes are so good because you can just build the Vargeists, proxy them as the Crypt Flares. You get a Terrorgeist and um, uh, some ghouls, which you want to run, I assume, at least 30 of them in a group. So it, it's just the box is just full of value, and I'm sure it's going to be going away. Um, not much else to say. Uh, I'll have another game coming up probably next week. Um, more Soulblight Grave Lords. I'm probably going to be running Legion of Blood because I want to get Neferata to the table. Um, not that you can't run her in Fear Coast, but I just I feel like shaking it up a little bit. I'm going to actually be trying to bring a more simple list. It's not necessarily trying to be pulled in all these different directions for to maximize uh, um, synergies. So, like for example, Legion of Blood seems to have two main themes. Number one, capitalizing on battle shock tests. So you want to make your opponents flee. Uh, so you want to bring vampires, but also at the same time, um, uh, Neferata has an aura that reduces. Um, rolls by one by enemies, and um, I could bring a corpse cart and a necromancer to really double down on the invincibility of skeletons, but that's just too much. So I'm trying to bring just like a couple of screening units, and um, um, the white, maybe the mounted white king, just to try to get him to um, get into combat really quick, just to tie things down as like a screening unit. Um, and he's not he, he's not durable, he's not going to last very long, and he, he just has simple rules, so it just seems like a smart thing to do. So, alright, I'll get back to you guys when that game happens.